Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up, it's Dud. And I'm Obert. And hey guys. What's up? I, I want to be the very best. Would you say the best that ever was? Yes. To, to catch them is my real test. And to, to, to train them is your call? Yeah, yeah. So I think we are all going to travel across this land, searching far and wide. And now, <laughs> for a cure for Chris, <laughs> Chris, what land is that going to be? The the land of Galar, Galar. I don't know, G A L A R, uh, for the the newest edition of uh, the Pokemon games, which I know. Uh... I think one, maybe two of the three folks are. Am I excited about? Yeah, yeah. I th- well, I think we're all we're all intrigued a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I did pre-order it at Best Buy. Hashtag Team Shield. Now, are we talking? Uh, okay. Are we talking about Pokemon or Herpes again? <laughs> Por qué no las dos, over. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, new Pokemon announced uh, on Pokemon Day, which is, uh, of course, everybody knows February twenty seventh is uh, is Pokemon Day. Yeah, so. international. Pikachu Awareness Day. <laughs> can I can I just ask? I mean, I, I'm clearly not a Poke Master. How did February 27th become Pokemon Day? Is there a significance in the story? I believe it was the release date of the original Pokemon games in Japan. Oh no way! Interesting. So yeah, uh, you know, as someone who grew up with the blue version and wielded Bulbasaur for all these years, I'm pretty excited. Uh, you know, I I played the crap out of let's go uh, i know not everybody has but i've See, been pretty addicted to it my first reaction with names like sword and shield was they already have a pokemon that is a sword and a shield aegislash it just seemed a little weird that they like abandoned the color mineral thing to go with sun and moon and well i mean i guess there was x and y before that but uh sword and shield just seems like a weird title for me for pokemon games i mean what for you said that they've historically been minerals, so I mean... Well, I mean, like, they had, sa- like, sapphire and emerald and ruby and diamond. And diamond and pearl. But they yeah. also had red and blue and yellow. That's why, yeah, colors. Yeah, I think two. they had charcoal and tanzanite once. That was one of the regions. I think you're making that up. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> so. So I mean I I I'm not a as somebody who's not a poke pokey master I not a poke maniac poke maniac pocket monster you, person you don't wear your slow poke suit out in public well I mean what <laughs> I do in my free time is you're what totally, I do in my own free time you're totally a youngster yeah <laughs> <laughs> um I I mean I'm not offended by the sword and the shield I actually think the sword and the shield name is pretty sweet yeah I I think it's I mean I think it's pretty cool. It is a little weird that Aegislash is something that just came out not that long ago. And by not that long ago, it's probably like five years ago now. But yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Uh, you're, you're saying a word that I'm like, uh, what? Que pasa is that? It's a, it's a, it's a badass Pokemon. So. That, is a, that is a sword and shield. Yeah, it's ghost steel, if I remember correctly. It's just literally a Pokemon that's a sh- sword and a shield? Yeah, it's a, it's a possessed sword and shield. It's pretty cool. It, it's... Uh, it it's uh it's it's good. Yeah, so it's it's a unique garbage. Pokemon, which is why I like it. Huh. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know. But they'll be released towards the end of the end of the year, I believe. So pretty excited about that. I'm excited to nerd on some Pokemon again. I look yeah. forward to becoming a Pokemaster. Well, 
you have to stop saying Pokey Master, and that's step number one. And step two is catching them all. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> step I, one, don't say Pokey Master. Move out step of mom's two, house at 10 years old and catch them all. I'm going to yes. catch them all, but I'm going you to know, I'm gonna be a Pokey Master. Now, you don't catch I, I them be, all. You catch M as apostrophe E-M. Yeah, that is true. You don't catch them all. Yeah, that's got to get the lingo down, Todd. Step number three. <laughs> I just need a pokeball. Uh, uh, my God, you're 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 hopeless. <laughs> I always thought that it, that we definitely got the raw end of the deal living in the real world when you know we had to go to school until we were you know at least eighteen. Where if you lived in the Pokemon universe, you could just leave on your own at ten. <laughs> no worries from your parents. Yeah. As long as you called them on the, the, the video phone every once in a while. So wait a second. Why do you guys you just said Pokemon too. What what am I saying wrong? I said Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. No, Pokemon. Pokemon. Poke Amon. Pokemon. Like Poke Amon like Yamon? Poke Amon. Poke Amon. But it's there's a fucking E there. Pokemon. It's a softy. Yeah. There's a little freaking hyphenated thing over it. That's that's a that's a hardy Pokemon. No one knows what that means. And plus, that's like just go go line. back to playing Mario and Luigi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tud is apparently he only hits it hard. He only hits the E's hard. He doesn't hit. It. <laughs> but it's it's not it's not like it's P O K K E H M A N. It's P O K E with the little thing above it M A N, which is Pokey. Well, it's not M A N either. It's not M A N. No, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. We're gonna find out that t- the gate when Tud goes to pick up the pre-order, it's gonna be a hand-drawn <laughs> cartridge c- cover with a. It's just gonna be a magazine that he's wait, gonna wait. take home and not know how to put it in the switch. <laughs> is it? Is it really a Pokemon? Is it really M O N? Yes. Yeah, yes. man. Yeah. Oh well. Pokemon. Damn. Okay. All right. I feel like Tud's already been drinking tonight, but I think we should just get into it. <laughs> yeah. Um. I would wouldn't mind starting if I if I please. Okay. You you please then. Yeah. This week I have the Elysian Dragon Tooth Stout here. Is there um, galaxy hops ooh. in that? I think there are. Yeah. I actually had to do a lot of soul searching after the last episode and my betrayal of of the name space dust uh so i am no longer going to go with my intuition on what's in any beers anymore i'm gonna be do some thorough research yeah try not to be tud cleo yeah so i have like i said this is a dragon tooth imperial oatmeal stout so sounds good yeah i have a 22 ounce bottle here um give it a pour just like chris's beer from last week looks like we have about a 1 million srm (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yep wow oh look at that head that's a nice looking head right there yeah we have about at least an inch and a quarter of, of head on this yeah that's on this nice beer looking. so while i let this head dissipate a little bit i'd like to tell you a little bit about the brewery it's they brew, they brew exclusively with galaxy ops <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's not another hop in the building no so it started out in Seattle, and they have five neighborhood locations in the city of Seattle, including brew pubs, a tap room, and a production brewery. Um, they opened in '96, and they brewed over 500 different recipes. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't realize Elysian had that many. Yeah, 
And they've also won the Large Brew Pub of the Year Award three times at the Great American Brew Fest. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. That's the big one. Who uh, that is that is the big one. Who owns them? I believe they're partnered with or distribute with or I'm not quite sure on how it all works, but I think that they are related to InBev in some kind of way. Okay. Yeah. So they start uh, like a lot of small breweries that got gobbled up by the big Anheuser-Busch conglomerate. They started out small, but now that now that InBev owns them, they can distribute nationwide. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I know I know that InBev eats up these things, and then those breweries seem to get like a really bad rap afterwards. But so I mean, it, I've whether had... like any any local band that you like that was a small time artist that then sold out, and now you know you can Switch find the records famous. everywhere. Yeah, it's like you kind of have that chip on your shoulder of they 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 sold out their passion for money so it's, it's almost like the world the world wants you wants everybody to be unsuccessful and then when they finally become successful the world's like oh no 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 we can't wait for <laughs> that wise words from tut <laughs> they, yeah. they started a business to become successful and then they did and now we hate them yeah so one other thing i want to say before i give this review is the uh, the bottle here it has a really cool looking dragon on the front um that was drawn by a tattoo artist from seattle joe who and the pierced hearts tattoo parlor who exactly oh nice yeah which i think is again them getting back to their local roots yeah that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. I, I, what do you guys think about oatmeal stouts and obert's obviously going to tell us about this i feel like if i see an oatmeal stout on the menu i'll generally choose a different stout really yeah i don't i mean not that i dislike them i just i don't know for some reason i don't know if it's because it's oatmeal and i think it i think it should be for breakfast i don't know well, My, I mean, I usually go for them. I like oatmeal stouts. I also think they taste. They, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. They usually have a little bit of a breakfast undertone to them because of the flavor. But I generally like them. I don't back away from them. Yeah, I wouldn't have bought this one if I wasn't a fan. I, I like. I feel like they got a good hearty backbone. But um, with that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a sip. Yeah, I usually try to go for. I usually try to go for oatmeal stouts that have other stuff added to them. So oatmeal and chocolate, or oatmeal and milk. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of this beer. Like I said, it's it's got that nice hearty oak or oat backbone that I like in a stout. Um, you know, the head is still pretty persistent. You can tell there's a nice, rich, thick body here. I get the kind of those chocolatey, obviously oaty notes. Maybe even a little bit of citrus that's coming through a little bit, which is surprising to me. Yeah, I, I this is this clocks in at eight point. 1% alcohol, which I think is a little on the weaker end for an oatmeal stout, to be honest. I like something with a little bit more hardiness to it, but I'm not going to complain for for a mass market oatmeal stout. I'm going to give this um, a three and a half. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. Average. No, not bad. Average oatmeal stout. So yeah. judging by my writing characteristics, Chris and I would give it a four. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think if I was to try and channel the ETP senses that are going on in my, my tongue and, and enter Tud's brain, I think that this would be maybe a 375 for you. I don't think it would quite make it to four status. But, uh, okay. But, yeah. 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 I mean, it sounded good. Yeah. So It is. It's tasty. I'll definitely be finishing the bottle tonight. So. Yeah. I mean, what was the, what would the rating have, have to be for you to not finish the bottle? Um. Probably a 
two and a quarter. Okay. Two, All right. Two and a quarter because this is a twenty-two ounce bottle. If it was a if it was a twelve ounce bottle, I would say a, a one and a half would be okay. where I would draw the line for a twelve ounce bottle. All right. Fair. I was just curious. No. Where where yeah. the cutoff was? Yeah. And this is so this is tasty. Still pretty low. Still pretty low. The cutoff. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's hard it's for me to pour beer be down shit. a drain. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. Um, but I'm sure you guys you guys are looking thirsty over there, and I know Tud has got a follow up from last week's segment. So last week I tried Smooth Shine from Old Glory Distillery, the blueberry lemonade flavor, and this week I decided I'd try a different moonshine that I had in my house. This is Midnight Moon's um moonshine's apple pie flavored. It's still thirty five percent alcohol by volume, so seventy proof, same I, as the one from last week. Now, are those the guys who put different fruits in the actual moonshine bottles and they're like mason jar looking bottles yep those are the exact guys so this oh, one cool. this one has floating in it cinnamon sticks oh neat yeah so let's you know just sniffing it it smells exactly like an apple pie i can just smell cinnamon and apples coming off it so i'm expecting to like this yeah maybe it's a little bit uh more dangerous than that blueberry lemonade maybe just because you have a little bit more but ted what do you think it's pretty good. Um, it's not definitely not as good as the Old Glory Distillery. That one just pretty much tasted like juice. This one's a little bit harsher, a little bit more alcohol in the back end, but still really can't taste the booze in it. It is it is light, so you know it's still gonna be a smoother drinker. But it's not. I would not. I would much rather drink the blueberry lemonade from last week over this. I'd probably give this three two five. So last okay. week's moonshine was. 35 proof, correct? This one, yeah. what, are we, what are we clocking in on? This one's 70 proof. Okay. So definitely a little bit more punch to it. Yeah, if I knew how to do math, I would have told you it was different. But I told you it was the same earlier, so I lied, people. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> breaking breaking trusts left and right. I generally, I like apple pie moonshine, generally. It's yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I love apple pie. And, you know, when we used to go to races in Dover, they used to make apple pie. Uh, that's what they called it, and it was dangerous. Like, <laughs> was it really? apple pie moonshine? Wait, so was it not a real apple pie? Mm, it, uh, it was. It was a drink, and it was like made with Everclear and cinnamon sticks and apple juice, and it was just like I don't know. It tasted like like you were drinking like a apple cider. Oh, that plus a, being an inexperienced drinker, I can imagine now the trouble that you got into. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've seen people like stumble, like be like, "Oh, this isn't this isn't so strong," and take a half gallon of it, and he they'd come back with like the half gallon close to empty or empty. And I've seen people like trip over themselves and like face first into the door of a camper, like just like, "Bam!" <laughs> you sound oh, like boy. a grizzled old prospector being like, "In my day." <laughs> Uh, it was it was definitely entertaining though. <laughs> Did you get a lot yeah. of apples in that flavor? Because I I I'm not getting a lot of apple flavor in this. Oh yeah, the one that I was talking about was like I mean because it it was it was made with with like apple juice. Okay. And and yeah, it it was like a homemade concoction that they did, and it was good but dangerous. Like like we were saying, like I was saying. So, but yeah, I I think Old Glory did. I think they they currently have or did have. The apple, like an apple cinnamon one, that's pretty, I think, pretty solid. I'm waiting for but. my update. Did you end up go and going to get me a bottle of the blueberry lemonade? Yeah, did that hypnotism work? Uh, believe it or not, it didn't. Oh. Um, yeah, I know. I th- everybody everybody thought that, that I would just 
run out there. I'm going to try but... it again. The power of Tud compels you. Okay. How, just quick update. Chris's, Chris's eyes have turned to weird spirals, and he's currently standing up. Must it's... go get... <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, lost, we've lost Chris by the way he's he's <laughs> starting to go to the dark side <laughs> uh, alright Tud can I drink now no uh, too bad I'm doing it I'm doing it <laughs> The power. Hey, what do you got for us you. tonight Chris so I, ac- I actually have a another InBev uh, brewery that was one of the more more recent acquisitions I mean I, I think it was like two years ago or now but can I guess I told you what it was, so sure. Bud Light. <laughs> I got it. Boom. <laughs> uh, no, so this is Wicked Weed Brewing from Asheville, North Carolina. I think I think a lot of people a lot of people have heard of Wicked Weed, especially after they got bought because that was like he- headline news. I think as it is when these breweries get bought like that. But yet again, people were really angry that Wicked Weed got bought out by InBev. Yeah, I know, and I, I mean. Maybe it's maybe it just shows my my true colors. But if someone offered me a lot of money for something that I do, like if someone if InBev was like, "Hey, Chris, I'll give you a billion dollars for drinking alone with friends podcast," and you do everything exactly the same, it's just you have a billion dollars. I'd be like, "Okay, yeah." It's like, <laughs> yeah, I think all three of us would be like, "Sure, yeah, that sounds good to me." <laughs> hey, you know how your job is to make people happy and drunk, and you make a lot of money for that. What if we could just let you keep doing that, but for more people and more money? Right, exactly. Huh. Yeah, so no, I'm gonna yeah. pass. <laughs> yeah, pass. Uh, Screw you, big business. But I'm drinking uh, their French toast imperial stout, brewed with cinnamon, vanilla, and maple syrup. Oh my god, it is so decadent and delicious. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know Wicked Weed did stouts. Uh, I mean, they do at least one. I thought they. I thought they were a set like a sour only brewery. Uh, I don't know. I'm not positive. I, clearly, they clearly they've either branched out or you only had sours from Wicked Weed because right. I was gonna say clearly I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but so this is uh, eight point eight percent alcohol. I've actually let it sit out for a little bit after my mistake last week with the stout. So well, no one wants cold French toast. No one wants cold French toast. Exactly. I think that was in one of the Ten Commandments or something. But. Uh, so I'm going to give this a shot right now. See how it is? Thou shalt not eat cold It's right French after toast. thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not <laughs> eat cold French toast. I, I have to imagine it's probably going to be really sweet if I had to guess. This is not a Tud Cleo moment. This is just me thinking yeah, it's not, not that not that ETP kicking in. Right, yeah. I didn't get any ETP from this. I just based on the name. Uh, you're right. Uh, it is very sweet. It's uh, got a lot of... I get a lot of the cinnamon up front, the vanilla in the middle, and then like on the very tail end, I get that maple syrup. Ooh, yeah, it's very nice, very uh, like very smooth. Probably, probably like like the one last week. I probably wouldn't drink more than one because this is a English pint for everybody looking. So, what is um, an English pint? It's eighteen ounces. I never heard that term before. Or yeah. Or no, sorry, not 18, 16.9 ounces, sorry. But yeah, it's oh. an English pint. So that's 500 milliliters? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, cool. But anyways, so it's it's really good. I can definitely pick up the fact that they were going for French toast. Now, it, I guess if it were a blind test, I don't know if I would be like, oh, it tastes like French toast. But this everything really works well together. It's a nice beer. Do you get a lot of toast flavor? <laughs> not Not so much toast. How much French do you do you taste? You know, despite the name, they really only 
they really only use like maybe a quarter of a French person okay. in the beer. Yeah, so it's really, not, you, you can know, really tell. Yeah, it's it's not it's not too bit, but it's not too big of a flavor in there. But I don't know. I really I'm really enjoying it. Um, what do you think's making this the sweetness? Is it more of the maple? Is it more of the vanilla? Is it more of something else that you're just not really getting? I would say I would say it's the maple more so than anything. I don't know exactly how much they used, but you know when when you're done drinking, I did I did the three sips approach. Because apparently you're supposed to do that now. Yeah, you got the shock, the adjustment, and the savoring. Yep, yep. So now I'm I'm in the enjoyment, savoring, enjoyment, enjoyment. Okay. Yep. And uh, but after you're done, like your mouth, it just feels like you 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 drink some. Maybe not feels, but tastes like the that you've just had some maple syrup. So I think that's where I'm getting most of my sweetness from. And I, I'm, I, I don't know if this is true. So I'm going to say this and people write in and prove me wrong. But like, I feel like a lot of brewers, especially when they make stouts, they use vanilla as like a bridge between two different flavors. I noticed it last week uh, is when, when the beer warmed up. And I'm noticing a little bit now, so I could be 100% wrong. But like, <laughs> maybe but maybe you're onto something now. I think I, maybe it I adds like a it. nice like base layer. You know, you have your stout, and then you have like the base layer of vanilla. I don't know, but yeah. write in, tell me how I, wrong I am. Do that. I don't really know either, but from what I can think, what I what I can remember of vanilla stouts, I think that you might be right. So yeah. let me ask you this: on a scale of zero to five, where zero is like noon and five is sacre bleu, what would you rate this beer? I would rate it a C. Um, I'd probably give it a three seven five um, out of five. So it's not the best friend. Uh, it's not the best stout that I've had with maple syrup in it. It's good, not the best though. And I don't know how to say three point seven five in French. So it's a good beer though. I mean, if you like stouts, it's it's probably right up your alley. So it's good beer. Actually, it's trois. Three is trois. Very true. Trois. Punto seventy five. Twa. And there you <laughs> have languages. it. Twa hyphen qua. That's but. that's the rating. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So just to touch base a little bit, and we won't go into too much of detail, but we did do a half pour on it, so I feel like we have to talk about it a little bit. Uh, last Monday, which was the twenty fifth. So two Mondays ago. So yeah, two Mondays ago, you know. Uh, we actually had the return of Roman Reigns to the WWE ring, which was very exciting. Yep. I, I don't think he's back full time yet. No, no. But it, he was in the ring, at least. Yeah, he was in the ring. He came out and said that his leukemia was in remission. Woo, that's and awesome. Well, it's, it's, you know, he's still recovering. Uh, I think his quote was, you have to walk before you can run, run before you can sprint. Basically saying that he's probably in like the walking stage of that remission so he's he's getting there but he's still got a ways to go we'll probably see him back sometime towards the end of the year for 2020's wrestlemania season yeah maybe like a royal rumble return and win maybe uh, maybe survivor series if, he, if they were really trying to push him back yeah, for those yeah of you i would who, either do SummerSlam or push him back to the rumble yeah and for those you of know. you who don't know what we're talking about go back and listen to our half poor episode one uh on Roman Reigns retires. I think it was titled. Uh, I don't remember. Roman what it was Reigns titled. resigns or something like that. There's something about Roman Reigns. So yeah, look for the- it's it's only like thirty minutes long. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't listened, go listen to it and then come back and re-listen to what we just talked about. So 
Right. Well, if you, if you're Chris, you got to delete the episode, re-download it, so we get another download. That's very true. Yes. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good, create a brand new account. <laughs> download it on that account. Yeah, and then give us five stars on iTunes. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, assuming we're still on iTunes, but oh, Roman Reigns reaction. Sorry, that was what it was. Ah, uh, that's okay. There you go. Go back and Roman Reigns reaction. One thing that we do need to talk about that we've kind of neglected, despite being a beer podcast where one of the members is based in the Northeast and has drank quite a bit of beer from a certain brewery that's right over the border in Massachusetts. We need to talk about the fact that that brewery bought a farm in Connecticut. So for all of you who don't know the news, Treehouse Brewing Company bought a massive farm in Woodstock, Connecticut. So they can grow vegetables, do a CSA, as well as do cidery, and I'm assuming eventually distribute their product across the state line in Connecticut as well. But I don't think that was ever announced. But it just makes too much sense to not do that. <laughs> but the, no, this I, is what. But it was what Ted wants. Not yeah. What, not what has been reported. I would. It's at. It's about the same distance, so I really don't care. But. I would imagine that a lot of people are thinking that that's what they're going to do eventually, especially if they're going to be making cider in Connecticut and canning slash bottling that they'll should be selling beer to. Yeah, I mean, it, that's a huge, huge thing. I mean, that's the second huge Massachusetts brewery in like less than a year to announce that they're buying land in Connecticut to open up something, you know. Right. Trillium is opening up a brewery, though. Yeah, yeah. That was the other... Trillium bought that farm. They're going to grow crops and vegetables too. But their plan was to that's where they that's where the owners got married for Trillium. They wanted to open up a brewery in Stonington or North Stonington from like day 1. So, that's a different thing. I don't know what Treehouse's plan is, but I'm assuming that it's going to also be a brewery. Well, that's a big assumption. We don't know that yet, but I mean, it's what we're all hoping for that. We know that at least they are moving a presence into Connecticut and something that we will follow very closely on the podcast and we'll keep all of our listeners informed of, the, of all the happenings. I will say the one the one big controversy that's happening right now is apparently the the farm. It's it's operating. Somebody They hired somebody to operate this farm because it's already an existing farm. They're selling uh, four eggs for eight bucks or six eggs for eight bucks. Something ridiculously priced for like <laughs> eggs that came off the tree. I saw farm. that. Yeah, that was. I did not see that. That's funny. Yeah, like treehouse eggs or whatever. And you know, I the first thing I thought was like, oh, they're gonna have a release on brown eggs, and people will start lining up at three in the morning or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it, I mean that's I mean that's treehouse. It is what it is. They make great beer, but they also <laughs> are sell eggs for eight dollars. Yeah. For $16 a dozen. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, oh, well, just don't buy your eggs there. Buy your eggs somewhere else. Buy your beer there. <laughs> uh, it's stupid, but I, I heard there was there was more beer news from Connecticut that you got to share with us, Todd. Yeah. So quickly, I, before we wrap up and go to that one, I, want, I do want to mention that another a study came out last week that said out of all, like, like most macro breweries includes some type of additive that's in windshield washer fluid glycol like treehouse i think think so do you know that did you see this story is this why you're saying no i I have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) so there's some additive in most of the most mass-produced beer that treehouse beer apparently doesn't have so that's been a huge thing that treehouse beer is so much healthier for you because it doesn't include this 
additive or this chemical that's also in windshield washer fluid. So that's a, that's a news article that's been going around the Northeast as well. I have not heard that. That's crazy. Yeah, we don't get that. We don't get that news out here in Montana. No, <laughs> we don't. We don't put that. Well, in your beer all has the crap in it. Yeah. So that's the that's that's the new news. Okay. So to speak. Um, the other news in Connecticut brewery news is on March 11th, which is a couple days from now when you're hearing this, people, everybody who's listening to my voice, Area 2 at Two Roads is going to be opening. For all of you who don't know, Area 2 is the building that's adjacent or across the street from the Two Roads tap room now, where Two Roads will be working on sour beers and experimental beers that they can't brew in their brew house because of the invasive species of yeast that sour beers and experimental beers needs. This includes, um, they have a giant cool ship that'll be over there that will overlook the wetlands. It's opening on March 11th. It's apparently going to open to the public. They're going to be brewing a whole bunch of different stuff going forward, so make sure you go check that out. That's cool. Are you going to be going there, Todd? I don't know. I haven't decided. Yeah, that's... that's... At some point in the future, you'll have to go head it up. Yeah, I would like that's to go cool. check it Hey, out. you said what a... You said a cool ship. What exactly is a cool ship? I'm glad you asked that question. Okay. I'm glad I'm glad I did too then. <laughs> a cool ship is a large shallow steel pan housed in a separate building um that's this in two roads specifically is going to face the wetlands behind the building. The wetlands will be uh will allow for like microflora from from the wetlands to like get into the beer and will allow the spontaneous fermentation that we hear about all the time with sour beers and that's really what causes a lot of like the world-renowned sours to be so world-renowned is that something gets in there some type of bacteria and boom you have fermented beer oh that's cool yeah I, I, but the cool ship allows it i would never heard of that before so that's cool yeah well would you say it's a cool ship no <laughs> <laughs> it's an adequate ship but it's cool overall yeah, <laughs> I think cool ships are pretty cool. They're they're catching on. A lot of breweries now is one of the popular buzzwords that people are like, "Well, we have a cool ship." It's like cool. It's, it's got it, hot unless pipe. you know how to use it. <laughs> At least you, it, unless you know how to use it, you don't really you can't really do much with it. Right. Yeah. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned two rows because I actually was in my favorite establishment down here in Tennessee for picking up beer, and I actually saw their geyser, their geyser goza in there. So that's really good. It, it is really good. And for those listening, it's uh, brewed with like seaweed, which was kind of kind of interesting. Yeah, um, seaweed and pepper. I think so. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a weird combo. It's a, it's a good beer, but uh, I was I was I was like, oh man, hey. That's from that's from Connecticut. Cool. Yeah, and so, it's yeah. much more bitter and sour than a normal goza. Like it's like biting into a lemon. Now, Chris, is that like one of the few Connecticut beers that you see around in Tennessee? Yeah, I mean, there's been a handful that I've seen. So Nashville was the host for the Craft Beer Association like convention that they did in 2018. So when they when all the brewers came to town, I saw some. At my local shop, I saw some like really good stuff. Like Sip of Sunshine was there. There was, uh, you know, some other Lawson's things, and then there was stuff from Indiana. There was stuff from a handful of other places. So it was that was pretty cool. But other than that, I mean, there's like one really really good uh, bottle shop in Nashville called Craft Brewed, but it's in Nashville. So 
I've only been there once or once or twice, once or twice. And I've seen Fat Orange Cat there. So that was pretty cool. That's that's random. Yeah, yeah. I was actually I talking to I was talking to the guy. I'm like, man, you guys got fat orange cat? He's like, Yeah, we just got that in like the other day. And I was like, Have you had it yet? <laughs> and uh he hadn't. And I was like, Do me try some do yourself a favor, buy it, because it's amazing. Yeah. And I used to live ten minutes from there. That was like when we first moved down here. But but other than that, I mean, yeah, every once in a while I'll see something. Uh like I saw saw some stillwater artisanal, which is brewed in Connecticut, but yep. Uh, but other than that, not too much. There's a- it, it does make me miss. I, I wish that some of those breweries had larger distribution because I do love them in general. But it's, uh, you know, the South beer, ha- South has good beer too. Hashtag South has good beer too. So the 12% beer project has actually been getting a lot of flack up here in the, the Connecticut beer community because the beer is brewed in Connecticut and bottled in, or canned or bottled in Connecticut. And then the 12% beer project takes a lot of it and ships it out of the state and doesn't distribute it well enough around Connecticut to even like blanket the whole state here. So they've been getting a lot of that. So people listening, keep your eyes open if you're not in Connecticut, because chances are you'd be able to find this stuff in your state too. Yeah. You guys don't need the beer. We need the beer. <laughs> that is <laughs> true. We have plenty good of breweries it. in Connecticut. So, Tud, I think you have some brain busters for us. I do. I do. Um, we're going to bring back a small segment that we used to do with stupid questions. Oh, we haven't done stupid questions in a long time. Yeah. I'm happy to hear it's coming back. So, we're going to bring that back. So, question number one of the day is, if you walked outside bare-ass naked on a cold day, could you, quote-unquote, see your farts like you see your breath? i'd like to think so i'm pretty sure the answer is no Ooh, conflicting decisions here what yeah why and why Uh, well i think i know obert's reasoning okay and that's because i mean hopefully there's not as much moisture in your fart as there is your breath (laughs) ding 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 (laughs) (laughs) but I would like to think that you could. Like if you were walking down. If it, it's were like if it cold, was a wet were, fart. Like a really wet one. Yeah, like a really wet one. Yeah. I think you'd be able to see, see your fart. On a really cold day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, could yeah, you imagine a world think... where like people are like walking down the street butt naked and it's really cold and they're just like like <laughs> – Gas coming, or not gas, but you know, both ends. Yeah, both ends. Just <laughs> you're like a really bad dragon, like, like yeah. <laughs> world's well, worst I dragon. Say, I don't think that uh, I don't think that being naked would have anything to do with it. I think if you were wearing cloth over your mouth, you'd still be able to see your breath. So I think that you would still be able to, see, if you could see your nasty farts, um, you'd be able to see them through your jeans. Is, is my thought. I still, I still picture everybody naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be funnier that way. So, yeah. be, so what you're saying, Albert, is that even like right now in the dead of winter, if that was a thing, me walking around with my jeans on, if I was outside and farted, you'd be able to you. If it was a thing, you'd be able to see it even with the jeans on. Right. Yeah. I don't know how much difference n- naked would make, but maybe. I mean, maybe not. Maybe that would capture the moisture in the jeans. <laughs> Yeah, it captures the moisture, and then when you go to take the jeans off, it's just like a big like mushroom yeah. cloud of <laughs> fart. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So hopefully that's 
Hopefully that answers your question, Todd. I think it does. That was a good one. I like that one. Yeah, that was a good by the one. way, the user of that one was Grandmad No, Grandma Devourer. So uh hopefully Grandma Devourer is satisfied with our answer for them. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> devoted listener of the show. Yeah. So then we have the other question we have comes to us from Christopher twenty three. So Christopher with a with a U. Oh, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's only my name. <laughs> what would happen if I squished an entire loaf of bread in a vice and ate the ensuing slice in a couple of bites? That's a good question. I like this question a lot. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What? So, so, so you take, take a loaf of bread. Stick it in a vice. Yeah, I think a loaf of bread's how many calories? You know, a loaf of bread's what, <laughs> a thousand calories? Uh, probably and more can, than that. Yeah. So make so sure we'll, it's smushed all together in like one piece. You tighten it down to a brick. You get a brick of bread. And you eat that bread. What happens to your body? Oh, and the man. Oh. <laughs> uh. I mean, first up, is this is this a panini? <laughs> is this basically just a panini? Is it a bread panini? <laughs> it's a bread panini. It's a panini without any of the stuff in the inside. Well, it's not toasted, though. It's also not a whole loaf of bread. <laughs> sure. But I guess what I'm saying is panini, the whole idea behind a panini is it's squished bread, right? <laughs> it's a press sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think, so I, I, think I know what happens. Okay. I think you eat it, right? And you're like, oh, I'm fine. But then when it hits the hits hits the your stomach and it hits that liquid, mm. it's like one of those dinosaur capsules. That's my that was my first mental picture as well. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. And then you immediately become like a human shaped like a loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'd I imagine mean, you'd be like super, super, super full. I know. Yeah. I mean, obviously. You ate a thousand calories of bread all at once. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm curious how thin this brick is going to get when you squish it down in a vice. I yeah. think it'd be pretty thin. I I intuitively think so as well. Because like if you take but... like a, just a piece of bread out of the loaf and squish it, you can get it into like a ball. Right, but there's a lot of sli- there's a lot of slices in one loaf. Don't forget. Right. Think of all those balls added up. So I'm thinking like maybe like an you know an inch thick item. Yeah, maybe we should just get a really large vice grip and uh, a really large table vice and a loaf of bread and test it ourselves. I think we should. I think we should. Does anybody have a, a, a vice that – wait, Tud, your dad might. He he might. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do this for science. Are I we... need you to do that. Oh, my God. And then you're on keto, so you're probably going to die if you eat a loaf of bread. Yeah. <laughs> How many carbs is a loaf of bread? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm slightly gluten intolerant, so that would be awful. That's true. Yeah. So, at that so. point, at that point, it's just uh, the loaf of bread would be tart intolerant. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, Eventually, man. we could probably get Brad to do it, though. Okay, Brad. Brad, you're gonna do this. Yeah. Yeah. Brad's gonna eat an entire love loaf how, of bread. I, lo- I love how this conversation has been the same for like. Like twenty years, like I bet Brad will do this. Yeah, I yeah. bet we could get Brad to do this. <laughs> we could get Brad to do this. E- yeah, easily. I mean, if I said here, eat this piece of bread, he wouldn't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, I mean, man. he's listening right now, so he'd probably know then. But yeah, he will know. Yeah, <laughs> I, we've just we've just broken the spell. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> He's figured this out. Oh damn. He he would never have thought of the whole dinosaur capsule thing on his own. <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, he's not a college graduate yet. Uh, man. Uh, cool. Anything else, Todd? You, yeah, that, that was a really good one. Yeah, that was a good one. More? I like that one. Yeah, let me let me get another one. Okay, yeah, one more. One more again. So this question comes from IWDEJ. I don't know how to say that, so we're just going to spell it out. So this person asks, I have $420.96 in my bank account. How do I spend exactly 27 cents? So it says $420.69. I have Bank of America. Nice. (laughs) Nice. 27 cents? They need to spend 27 cents, and they provided picture proof that that's how much money they had in their account. Oh, we need to, we, this one we have to get right. Okay. I have an idea. You go to one of those places that sells like flour or coffee by like that you pour in and weigh on the scale. Okay. And you just get exactly 27 cents worth and then you go check out at the grocery store. No. Well, that's because it's groceries, so there's no tax. Right. Right. Okay. That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. I don't know if it's the best one. No, I think I answered these too literally. I think there's <laughs> yeah, I funnier imagine, ways like, to answer them. This person like being like, you know, have a bag over the thing and like pouring the the whatever into the bag and be like, okay, I'm at 26 cents. Oh, shit. 28. 28. Yeah. Ah, balls. So, and then like he just sets it aside and starts again. <laughs> yeah. So, there's like a bunch of like bags with like 26. 28 cents worth of flour. Cents worth of- of whatever in it. He takes yeah. out he takes out a mallet and starts to break some of it up so he can get smaller pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Be like, oh, I don't need a full I don't need a full coffee bean. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean I, I mean the real thing, because so there's there's so many layers to this because you know, what are you gonna do next payday? Like, I assume you get paid. <laughs> but then again, if that's your if that's your goal, then Maybe you don't get paid. So, like, how do you go without weed that long is then the next question. <laughs> I think he just wants to see it so he can be like, hey, look at this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like four twenty sixty nine. Yeah. If I ever well, had the had Another, the good, choice, option, had the another good option would be to go to the gas station and buy, like, a couple ounces of gasoline. Do you know how hard it would be to get to 27 cents exactly? You just go real slow. You ever try and finish exactly on a dollar? Yeah, yeah. I guess. I, I mean, I guess that's the same idea, right? Yeah, that's kind of how it works. Yeah, I mean, you could also to answer even more literally, you could just go to your bank and withdraw twenty seven cents, or tra- <laughs> transfer it to somebody. Yeah. I like that idea a lot. That you go in there Ven- and you're like, Ven- can I get someone. a quarter and two pennies? <laughs> Yeah, I really want to. I really want to flatten them into a like you know train. So if you could just give me that's the best answer right there. You have to go to the bank and withdraw the twenty seven (laughs) cents. Yeah, Yeah. I I think that's more embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sir, do you need a receipt? Oh, absolutely. Yes. (laughs) You think I'm going to let this this kind of money go undocumented? I don't think so. Could you sign it for me too? Oh man! Uh, I hope he did it. I like, hey, person who, person who wrote this in. Yeah, I I W D E J. I W D E J. Let's say I would dodge every. Jackalope. Huh? Jackalope. Juggalo. All right. Jackalope. 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 Um. Okay, that's fair. So 
you send us a picture of your bank account. I would dodge Preferably every with all the information. But and now the G is dodge. I W D E J D E J. So I okay. said let's use Jumanji. Okay, Jumanji. I would definitely enjoy Jumanji. That's probably that's probably what it means. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I'm over here trying to trying to think right. of something and Tud just solves this it. This guy is the the hunter from Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clearly he hasn't seen the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers. You know, he could also just pay his favorite podcast for the for the joy of listening to us. True. Yeah, drop 27 cents onto our non-existent Patreon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh yeah, so that was a lot of fun. I'm glad that we're doing stupid questions again. Those 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 we'll, make me make me happy. Yeah, we'll bring those back with a little bit more regularity. Those are those are a lot of fun. Um, really, really gets us talking. And I think it's a lot. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. But but it is that time of the episode where we you know start to wind down. You know, oh, I still have a lot of beer left. Uh-oh. I better get moving. You better get drinking. Yeah, we start to wind down and we leave you with our three handles on our frosty mug of wisdom. So, you know, we try to give you something to look forward to, to go look up, to make you feel better about life. You're like, man, this world's got me down. Well, that's what the three handles are for. So, yeah, they they re- refill your soul with joy. Exactly. Exactly. You're taking a you're taking a sip from our mugs or a mug and uh, refilling your soul until next yeah. Thursday, of course. So anybody anybody got one that wants to jump out? Oh, I see Me. Tud r- raving his hand. Hi Tud. This is a, a uh, mug. this is a an audio medium, so <laughs> no one can see you waving but me. Give give me the mug. Okay, all right. I'll give you the mug. Yeah, take all the right. mug. So I've got a website for everybody. Website. Website. This kind of goes off of a couple weeks ago. I talked about the Woot.com app. Well, <laughs> this is Woot.com the website. Yeah, go to the website, Woot.com. That's the end of my handle. No. Um, The person who founded Woot.com, they got bought out by Amazon, obviously. But on the day that their non-compete ended, they started a new website. The website is called meh, M-E-H.com. Okay, interesting. So it is exactly the same as what old Woot was before Amazon came in and ruined it by having multiple deals a day. And Wait, 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 wait. So you were talking up Woot last time. And now you're now you're crapping on it with this well, handle. It's it's a different. No no no. So so the old Woot was really cool because it was one deal a day. You had to log in every day to see what the deal was, and they had things for really cheap. What Amazon Woot dot com now is cool because Amazon uses it to like unload product that they don't want or get rid of refurbished items that are probably sitting in their warehouse. There's a benefit to having Woot dot com the way it is. Okay, but what, but what Meh is. Is they get really good deals of one item a day, just like old Woot. So you go to med.com, see what they have for the day. It changes every day at midnight Eastern. Um, and if you don't like it, you create an account. There's a little button that says meh, and you click it. And every day that you don't buy something and you keep the streak alive, the site changes a little bit as you click the meh button on top of keeping encounter. So go to med.com, which up. is M E H dot C O M. Correct. Gotcha. And it's just, it's it's exactly got, like, the same, like, nonchalant, like, I'm annoyed vibe that, like, Old Woot used to have. Like, Old Woot was funny. Half they the st- reason you'd go to Old Woot was to read the product description and how they were like, this is just okay. Right. This <laughs> this guy who owns Meh is that guy who wrote all those. It's the cool. same creator. So that, oh, I'm definitely going to check this out. That type of funniness is back at Meh.com. 
And there's What's... also there's an app for your phone called Eh for Meh. Okay. So what's your streak at, Todd? <laughs> My streak's out, I think, four days now. Okay, so this is a fresh, fresh off of the brain pile from Todd. I will say I'm a, I'm officially at one day right now. So <laughs> you didn't like the canvas backpacks? I'm not paying twenty nine dollars for it. So and it's five dollars. Unlike Woot, it's five dollars for shipping. That's and Woot was free shipping. Woot's free shipping if you have Prime. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Can I go? Yeah, sure. Here you go. Yeah, you can go. Okay, thanks. Minus website wikipedia.org. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Have you guys heard of this one? Have you guys? Okay, you know the encyclopedia. There's like 26 books. <laughs> it's like that, but but the internet. But one. Can I can I just ask a general question before you yeah. move on? Have you ever donated to Wikipedia when they ask you to donate? No, maybe that should be my handle this week. Listeners, don't donate to Wikipedia. Wikipedia has way more money than they ever need. Um, <laughs> if you read, if you read the way they write it, it sounds like they're about to run out of money, but they're funded for literally decades. They are just looking to get money. <laughs> don't donate to Wikipedia. I'm serious. They don't need your money. They're fine. Yeah. Don't give them the three bucks. Whereas your favorite podcast, Fake Patreon, needs the money. <laughs> right. At, at Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I just thought I'd bring that up because you you mentioned Wikipedia, and I always no. get annoyed every time you log on. It's like donate money. It's like no, no, bro. Yeah, it's like no. Just so, tell me all of the WWE champions, please. Like right. Like so, if you make an account on Wikipedia and you can turn it off so they never ask you to, to donate for, to them again. Really? Yeah. So does it that's cost my a one-time handle, donation handle of five dollars? No, that's my handle for this week. Make an account on Wikipedia. Sign in. Turn off them asking you for money. Oh, um, that, and then all your problems will be solved. That is actually Dude, that, a pretty decent that's a, idea. Yeah. that's like the best handle we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, but a of, but again, parting the kimono here. I've spent a lot of time on Wikipedia <laughs> uh, over the years, so I, I've I know my way around the, around the website, and uh, that's that's what I'm going to have to share with you guys for my handle is. Uh, don't donate to Wikipedia. Log in and turn off that Wikipedia asking for donations button. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, everything you read from then on out gets like a little naggy. Like, you know, it just, you know, it's not bad, but you can tell that they're disappointed in you. But, but I mean, it's worth it because you never get asked. Yeah. They're just like slightly judgmental parents. Exactly, exactly. Well, I guess you can yeah. see. Uh, you really want to see all of the NASCAR champions? Okay, I guess. But that's cool. Uh, that's that is actually a fun handle. I'm gonna have to make a Wikipedia account. Not that it really yeah. bothers me to hit X every once in a while, but it only bothers me because they don't need the money. That's that's the only reason. Mm. I'm like, don't be greedy, Wikipedia. Like if they were running out of money, I get it. But but sure. clearly they're not. No, yeah. they're not. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, take that. Okay, yeah, I I like taking down the man with my with my one handle of Wikipedia, which is all of the knowledge in the universe, and two my taking them down by not giving them money. So, <laughs> how do you feel about the accuracy of Wikipedia? It's fine. I think sometime around like 2008, they figured it all out, and it's they've mostly been about the same since then. I will say so. some of my favorite like memes and stuff are people like editing wikipedia before they get edited back <laughs> <laughs> that is always pretty That's funny pretty, pretty good yeah. all right so um chris why don't you take it home here here's our third handle 
okay. And this is not like a traditional handle, but it was like a really good feel-good moment that I saw. And Tud, mate, you might have because you. I think you almost always have ESPN playing on some some screen in your house. But uh, so for those of you that aren't privy to basketball knowledge, which I'm not really that privy to basketball knowledge, but it was it was a cool thing. Dirk Nowitzki is in his last season. And he is one of the all, all-time greats. Like he's, you know, been there for the Mavericks forever, forever, forever. Won a championship. Won a championship. Yep, against uh, the greatest of all time, LeBron James, by some miracle. And uh, but, anyways, uh, the Mavericks were playing a game against the Clippers within the last week. And this might be old news by the time by the time this get this airs. But one of our famous segments covering old sports news. Yes. <laughs> and uh, at towards the end of the game, the Clippers were beating the Mavericks, but Dirk was on the court and Doc Rivers, the Clippers coach, called a timeout, got on the mic and in front of the entire stadium said, you know, give it up for Dirk Nowitzki, one of the greatest of all times. Like, you know, give it up for Dirk, blah, blah, blah. You know, basically congratulating for, for a career. And I, I've i never seen something like that. I, I have to, I mean, to an extent, but no one's ever done that. Like, in the middle of a game, call, like, burned a timeout that, you know, granted, they, they were beating him by, like, I think 10 or 15 points. But it was just, like, such an awesome, like, show of solidarity for someone who's meant a lot to the sport. And I really enjoyed it. So it was a good feel good moment. So if you need one of those, click on the link in the description and check out Doc Rivers talking about Dirk. And it was it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool that, thing. That's to pretty pers- sweet. Yeah, it was a pretty cool thing for him to do. It reminds yeah. me a lot of like Lou Gehrig's farewell speech. Obviously, like that had a lot more emotional impact, but uh, seemed like a similarly emotionally impactful moment on the sport of, you know, going out in true, incredible retirement fashion. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was pretty cool. I mean, again, not maybe not as heavy hit, heavy hearted as Luke Gehrig, but it was still very very cool. I don't yeah, know. From, Ted, from Ted what, did you see that? I did see it. From what I know, Dirk Nowitzki is not passing away from Dirk Nowitzki disease. So no, obviously not. <laughs> obviously not. <laughs> I had to I had to go in when Chris was like, you know, the most impactful retirement ever. I'm like, well, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could think of one more. I don't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I said that, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody saw Jeff Gordon and Peyton Manning retire. So right. Oh jeez. It's, it's like Jeff Gordon and Peyton Manning are here, and then right below that is Lou Gehrig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with that, um, I think that about wraps it up for today. Thank everybody for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the people who provided today's alcohol. I'm going to go first with Midnight Moon for their apple pie moonshine. I'd like to thank Wicked Weed Brewing for their French Toast Imperial Stout. And I want to thank Elysian for the Dragon's Tooth Stout. Please make sure you guys are following us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and untapped at DAWF Podcast. Over the past couple weeks, we've been doing a Instagram Live on Wednesdays around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we're also running our Instagram giveaway contest. So once we reach 1,000 followers on Instagram, we will be putting together a uh, raffle by having you guys do different types of stuff in order to get a, a box of beer from Obert from Montana. Hashtag follow the email with your comments, questions, general thoughts, concerns, hatred, uh, pretty much anything that you guys are thinking, flip it over to us. 
I see that we've gotten some hate mail recently, so we're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. I guess when weeks. you ask for it for six months, we finally got some. Somebody, yeah. People get so annoyed at us asking for hate mail, they just give us, they give us some. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that too eventually. I don't want to call that guy's name out yet. Uh, make sure that you guys are going on to iTunes and giving us a five-star rating and leaving a review. It really does help. You know, eventually we'll pro- this could out- this could also develop into a raffle for us too, where we're giving away a random gift to some person who's leaving a review on iTunes. So make sure you're going over there, give a review, leave a five-star rating. It really does truly help, guys. And with that, do you guys have anything else? Uh, yeah, I just want to thank James Vaklovic again for designing our our logo at um what is his design james vaklovic de- designs on facebook yeah we'll put a link in the at show james vaklovic designs yeah we don't we don't shout him out enough no and, we really uh, don't we're really bit, bad about that but he's uh, uh but it is a sweet logo and i really i really appreciate it every time i see it so uh james thank you i hope you're listening yeah, if he listens, it's great. But he did this one, and he also did the other one for my, my mine and my wife's other podcast, Marital Discord, and they're both just awesome. So he does great work. If you need design work done, go to him and tell him we sent you, and he'll say, "Hey, I know those guys." He probably won't give you a discount, but he knows us. So <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll charge you ten percent more if you say you know us. <laughs> yeah, <so>. right. <laughs> it's uh, worth it. Yeah. So with that, my name's Toad. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert, and remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. So should we tell James that we get part of that 10%? (laughs) The 10% 10 more? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know how my prices are really good? Well, I'm going to make it worse. I'm going to give it to these guys. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.